You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. The Mishnah said that if it's a type of, not papyrus, but it's a type of paper that was made from, um, uh, maybe it is actually papyrus, it was made from flax and other sorts of grassy materials they made the paper from, the amount that you could write that special symbol, the OK symbol, that would show the the collector at the river that you already paid in advance and you had a special rate or that you got a special gift from the king or whoever is the prince, the parrots, who runs this river and has hired this guy. Abraisa says, how big is that? So the first opinion says, two big letters, bigger than the average letter, bigger letters. I guess, like I said, you have to flash it. The guy can see the, can see the symbol. So the Gemara asks, it's, it's, you're talking about big enough to write two big letters on? If a person takes out on Shabbos, uh, paper that is uh, clear. If you can write two letters on it, Chayev. Yimlav Potter. Shtei Osios sounds like normal size letters. Omer of Sheshis. Rav Sheshis explained. My Shtei Osios. Shtei Osios Shokeshem Ochsen. It means two letters, but two letters that the type you would flash to the collector, which are bigger size letters. That's Rav Sheshis's answer. The problem here is the Brisa, again, seems this Brisa seems to go against this one. Brisa number one says, osios shel The second Brisa says, osios. Rav Sheshis says, let's make the Brisa's jive together. It's osios, but abnormally large. Rav says no. The second price uh, would have meant would have said that if it meant it. If it says stay osios, it means two normal sized letters, D done, normal sized letters, D done that we would use, but it also includes Besachiza. It would also include the the paper around that you have to handle it with. And that would be the size of Keshramoksen. So in other words, the border around the paper added to the letter size equals the size of, a, of, of the normal flash your badge, Kesher Mochsen. So that is Rava's answer. So now we're going to have a question on Rava. Nesve, another Brisa says, a third Brisa. Hamotzi nayer mochuk. If a person is carrying on Shabbos paper that doesn't seem it's been erased so many times. It doesn't seem like it can be used again properly. Or a star, right? Kolev had a star against Yehoshua. Yeshua paid him up. It's a star parua. Kolev takes that star out. We're going to talk in a minute why Yeshua didn't get it back. Kolev lent Yeshua $1,000. Yeshua paid him back before Shabbos. Kolev still has the star. If Kolev takes that piece of paper with that information on it, is he Chayev for Shabbos? 
It's been paid. So im yesh, forget about muktza. The question is, is this a on Shabbos? So im yesh below ben shalom, if when we look at that star, there's enough clear space, lovan, white clear space that nothing's written on. Kedei lichtov osios, that he could write two letters there. Or if they're, let's say, the, the star is filled with words, there isn't any clear space on the side. But even though you can't use it to collect, it could still be used to wrap around the bottle of perfume that was a normal thing for people with body odor to walk around with. And this could wrap around the, the cover of it to make sure the, the, the perfume doesn't spill if there's enough amount to crumble the paper to make it be a good protector for the perfume. Chayev. If neither of these are the case, then this star, you're putter for taking this star out. Okay. Now, what does this have to do with Rav Sheshis and Rava? You'll see in a minute. Bishmal Rav Sheshis. According to Rav Sheshis, it says, my shte osios. When it says two letters, it means shte osios shel kesher mochsin. When the second price said shte osios, it meant two giant or bigger size letters. Shapir. But he's the one who says the second price meant two regular letters and the border, the one to, to, to be able to hold on to it, which equals the size of Kesha Mochsen. So why should the Mishnah say, the third price is say, let's read it again. According to Sheshas, that means, when since it's paper, because we're not talking about parchment, we're not talking about cloth, we're talking about papyrus from, 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 from grains, veggie material that's growing, from bushes, that's how you're making the paper. So then shtei osios means larger size letters, according to Sheshus. According to Rava, it means normal size letters. Well, if it's about normal size letters, obviously, Rava di Amr shtei osios di don, ubeisachiza, dainu kesher mochsin, then here, you don't need to say stay osios along with some sort of border. Obviously, there's a border here. Again, we're talking about a star that has information on it that is now void. But it's still information on a piece of paper that can be held. So as long as, as long as uh, you can hold on to that, so the, um, the, 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 the space on the star that is white that you can write on, that's where you're going to put your letters, right? So what do you need to say shteosios for? Shteosios means regular size letters along with a border. Over here, you know you have a border. The border is going to be the part of the star that's written on. So you wouldn't use those words, bezosios. You, according to Rav Shtei Osios, when it's connected to the word Nayar, means regular size letters 
including some material around it. Of course, you have the material around it right away. So the third brysa shouldn't use the word shteosios. According to Rav Sheshes, when shteosios is used in connection with nayar, it means large letter size. But according to Rav, the shteosios means normal letter size. There would be no reason to say that here. So the Gemara says, you're right, Kasha. It's a little bit difficult, according to Rava. Tana Rabbanan, Hamotzi Kesher Mochsen. We talk about a person who's who's flashing the badge. Okay. If he hasn't yet showed it to the guy who's the collector, there's the Reish Hanahar, the way Rashi explained, who's sort of the king. The Rishanar is the guy that he paid off, the guy that he did favors for, the guy that gave him the dispensation. But then there's the guy who works at the river bank himself, who collects. So, till you've shown it, you haven't yet showed it to the collector, you're chayev, because obviously this is something on Shabbos that has a value. But you've already showed it. You've already gone over the river. You've already showed it. So now it doesn't seem to have any significance. Carrying it on Shabbos, you wouldn't be chayav achatas in Rishos Harabim. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, no. Af Even though it's done its job, you've already crossed the river. You're not planning on going again for who knows how long. You've already shown the badge. You're still chayav if you take the badge out. Why, says Yehuda? Why, the Tana Yehuda says? You need it. So the Gemara says, which Rashi explains, what exactly is the explanation of what Yehuda means? Why does Yehuda say you need it? And the Tanakhama says you don't need it. You know why? Yehuda was worried about the Rehite Muchsa. Who are the Rehite Muchsa? Let's take a look at Rashi. Rehite Muchsa Koranish Ovrim. These are guys who are snitches. These are guys who are like these these cops who they that's not their job to collect, but they run after anybody that goes over the river. And they say, Oh, we caught you, you didn't pay, we didn't pay. So there's two ways to settle this. He could say, of course I paid. I'm going to, you know what, let's go back to the guy at the riverbank, or let's go back to the head honcho, and he'll tell you that I've paid in advance. It's a a pain in the neck to do it. But since you know you have these guys who are always making mistakes, these, these red tape pencil pushers or cops, whatever they are, they're trying to get money and trying to just get money out of you. So you keep it to, to have proof. So therefore, you, you, you save your badge. That's why Yudah says you're going to need it. Why? Why does Tanakhama say that it's basically worthless? Because he says, Let's say these people who bug you will run after you. You'll say, okay, okay can't believe you're here. Let's go back to the guy. He'll tell you that he gave me the dispensation. So this way, you don't necessarily keep the paper. That's the question. Would you keep the paper or not? That was a Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi I have a question. Yes, <laughs> just, isn't the whole thing, isn't the whole thing carrying? 
the question is, if it doesn't have a purpose, you're not chayev. It's got to be something of significance. The <laughs> fact that you are carrying it alone doesn't make you chayev achatas. The, uh-huh. it, okay. It's got to be something which has a significance. Okay. Now, that was Abaya's version of the problem. Rava says, What's that? Sometimes you showed it to the head guy, you showed it to the main person who's, who's in charge of the river crossing, but he sometimes goes on lunch breaks, he sometimes says, I got more important stuff to do, he hires his nephew to be the second in command. He can't, even though that's his job, he figures, you know what, I can't stand here all day. And he gets his nephew Irving to be the second in charge. So when you showed your yearly pass, your monthly pass, you showed it to when Irving's uncle was there. So therefore, Abuda says, you're going to need that other pass because Irving isn't going to know about it. Tanakama says, you know what? When you're going to make up with Irving's uncle and say, look, hey, I know you got your nephew here and he doesn't know. Let's have a code. Tell me a special code thing that I could tell Irving and this way he'll know that I showed you the pass. Tanakama says, The Godel tells the guy who has the pass, who has the badge, says, look, I might not be here later when you need to cross again. It might be my nephew Irving. Tell Irving the special sign, the special thing that I can tell you, and that's enough. So therefore, you don't need the piece of paper, according to Tanakama. It could be there isn't any second moches. But why? There's going to be another. Because you might want to show when you might cross a different river. And you might want to make another deal. And you might want to show your props and show, hey, you see, I got this badge. You see, I'm a guy you can trust. And therefore, I'm a guy that pays. I paid in advance. So having this badge is going to help you in your next business venture. And all of these are reasons why Yehuda says, even though it's been used already, you're still going to be chayv because you still need it. I'm a guy who pays my taxes. I'm a guy that you can trust. Now we talked about uh, a, a badge that you've used already, the paper that shows the badge that you paid already, the mochas in advance, are you chayv or not? We saw the mochas Tanakam and Yehuda. Now we talk about Kolev and Yeshua. Kolev lent Yeshua the $1,000. Yeshua paid him back. So, actually, Poro, if Yeshua hasn't paid you back, chayv. Misha Poro Potter. Rabbi Yehuda says on that statement, af Misha Poro chayv. Even though Yeshua paid Kolev, Sounds like Kolev's going to be high for taking out this document anyway. Once again, what's the issue? My Benayu. Why does you just say you need it? Amr of Yosef, because. There's a question. Once a, a star has been paid, once Yeshua has paid Kolev, Kolev should have given Yeshua the star right away. Kolev trusted Yeshua. But Yeshua has no right to keep that star. 
Yeshua needs to rip it up. Why? Because if, if Kolov has to rip it up. If Kolov is a guy that lends money to a lot of people, he might forget. And he might forget that Yeshua paid him. And he might collect again. He might die. His children might come to collect with the star. It's usr. It's, it's like a negative thing. Rashi quotes from the Pesach and Eov. You don't want to have something in your house that could lead you to negative stuff. So therefore, the, Tana, the Tanakhama says, it's usher to have it. So therefore, it's paid. It's something you shouldn't have. You should be ripping it up. It's worthless. If you carry it out, you're not chayiv. And that's why, since he's allowed to keep it, he doesn't have to destroy it. Why? He can't collect with it, but he can still use it for something, so it still has some use. So you're chayiv because of that. Really, everybody would say that a star which has really been paid up 100% without problems, it should be ripped up by the malve. We're talking about a case where the halacha was there was a takana that was made in the Zman of Chazal that every, let's talk about Kalev lends the money to Yeshua. Yeshua has the right, according to Chazal, to claim every star is a phony. There was an explosion of phony staros that were being uh, hoisted upon people. Chazal made a takana that even though you've got a star and it's got Menashe Ephraim's signature on it, Kalev, you cannot collect from Yeshua until you have the star Mekuyim. You have to take it to Bezdin. Bezdin has a record of the, of the signatures of Menashe and Ephraim. They could see that it's a good star, or they call Adam that recognize Menashe and Ephraim's signature. Now that that star is a star Mekuyim, it has something called a henpick on it. Now you can collect with it, and Yoshua cannot claim it's Mezuyim. Now, Let's say what happens is Yeshua doesn't claim it's Mezuyif. He admits that it's a good star, but he says, I paid it. So this is the principle of Pesha Osru, Pesha Yitter. Right? He's the one who's claiming it's a good star. He says, you know what? Yes, it's not a phony, but I paid it. I have no aid in to show that I paid it, but I paid it. So the question is, does Kolev need to take the star to Bezdin or not? That if Yoshua is Maida in the star, he's Maida that he paid, but he says, he's Maida that it's a good star, but he says that it was paid, Kolev still needs to go to Bezdin with it. So he still needs the star. So therefore, Sarach Lekaimai, and therefore, the star is not, it's a star that Parua, meaning <laughs> Yeshua claims it's paid. Kolev says it's not been paid. That's what we said in the Brisa. Meaning, if Yeshua doesn't claim he paid it, of course it's a good star. But if Yeshua says he paid it, so Yeshua's got the winning hand. Yeshua says, look, 
I'm telling you that I'm telling you I paid it, and therefore you can't collect against me. Rabbi Yehuda says, Af, Mishaporoi, Chayev. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda says, once he admits, you can you you can collect based on Mishtar. Tanakama says, the star is nothing until it gets the handpick of the Ada, handpick of Besden on it. Therefore, right now, it, you can't use it to collect. It can't work today on Shabbos. Forget about the fact you don't do business on Shabbos. Today, this thing is powerless because it needs to have a Kiyum in Besden. Rabbi Yudas says, since he admits it's a good star, it doesn't need a Kiyum in Besden. And it's powerful now. And that's why ain't sarach l'kaimoi. I, the Gemara asked, my actually poroi? That sounds like it was actually paid. Umisha poro was already paid. Before paid. Doesn't mean it was actually paid. What it means is, ad leva parati. Did the lova say he paid it? Or did he say I haven't paid it? That's Abaya's answer. Rava says, dekuli alma mighty mishtar shekosvoi shet sarach l'kaimoi. Really, everybody holds that when the loiva says that, the malva can't collect because the loiva has a power. He has a pesha oser, and therefore the shtar doesn't have koach. He needs to go to Bezdin to get a handpick. Okay, so what's our case then? Our case is actually he did pay it, and it was paid, and we know it was paid. If we know it was paid, and what's the story here? We're talking about does when a, when Kalev goes to Yeshua on Friday afternoon, and Yeshua gives him the thousand dollars, but Kalev doesn't have the star to give to him. Can Kalev force Yeshua to take a receipt or not? Some people hold, Yeshua can say, I'm not taking a receipt. A receipt? I got to hold on to that receipt and you're going to find the star the, the, a week from now and try to collect against me and I've, I've forgotten my shover. I don't, I, you can't force me to take a shover. That's one opinion. The opinion says, no, the money's here. He'll come up with the star and don't worry, you just hold on to the shover. The shover protects you from being collected against. Can Kalei force Yeshua to take the star? So Tanakama Savar, Kaisvin Shover. That he can force him to take a shover. And therefore, what? Therefore, Yeshua has the shover. If Yeshua has the shover, Kalei's star is, is, is meaningless. Kolev Shtar can't collect against Yoshua because Yeshua has the shover. That's why the Tanakhama says, you're potter. Rabbi Yudas Savar ain't Kosvin shover. Rabbi Yudas says, Kolev's not going to take the shover. Kolev doesn't have to take it. And even if, I'm sorry, Yeshua doesn't have to take it. And even if Yeshua stupidly, Rashi explains here, pays him, Yeshua could go to Bezdin and say, he never gave me a shover. He never gave me, and therefore he could claim, I want my money back. Because unless he gives me the star, I'm not paying him. And even when I pay, 
it was wrong, I can ask for the sh- I can ask for my money back if unless he gives me the star. Therefore, Muta says Ankos fin shover, which means since you don't write a shover, the balabas still needs the star. Because without the star, he's not going to be able to collect. Okay, Ravashi Omar, we're talking about not the Malva. We're talking about who has the star? Yoshua has it. He paid, and Kalev gave him the star. So what's the Bryson mean? According to the Tanakama, it has no purpose. And that's why it's, it's not Kalev who walked out on Shabbos with the star. It's Yoshua, the guy who paid up, who now has the star. He should rip it up. It has no purpose for him. Therefore, carrying it out on Shabbos is meaningless. You're not chayiv. Whereas, Yehuda says, no, he could still use this star the next time he wants to borrow money. Look, I'm a guy who pays my debts. So that's why you have this machlekes. So it's four different pshatim. And it gets us into a whole bunch of different alochos of shtaros and choshen mishpat as well. We said, when it comes to leather, how much leather... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.